With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. It has just gone 12.40 and I'm delighted to say we've reached to just finish the warm down at the Silver Ferns. Hectic training I'm sure it was today. Emilia and Ekanasio, captain of the Silver Ferns, joins us. Meals, how's the last hour or so been? <laughs> hey, yeah, how are you going? Um, good, we've had yeah our last kind of court session before we play our last game tomorrow. So um, got a bit of this stuff out of the way that kind of just hangs around after a game and yeah ready to go tomorrow. Very contrasting games Melia and and the first one to the second one uh, the energy was through the roof for game two and just not quite there game one. Do, do you spend long as a team and as a captain and with the coaching staff dwelling on that first one? Oh 100% um, it wasn't up to what we expected of ourselves and it wasn't up to our standards um, so, I mean, not that we spent a lot of time dwelling, but we spent a lot of getting a lot of clarity on how we were going to be better, what we were going to bring, how we were going to take individual responsibility to add to the collective um, performance out there on court. So, yeah, we spent a lot of time. Um, had to hurt, I think, as well. Um, and, yeah, came out firing a lot more for that second run. So need to just make sure that we bring that same intent for the next game. One of my favourite moments in the second test uh, was before the game even started when I saw the 100 test captain with her arm around the zero test goal shooter, uh, Amelia and Amelia Ann. Uh, it was pretty special to see her for the first time in the black dress. Yeah, she was amazing. I mean, she's so young, um, but I think she, you know, she's really stepping into her role and she's just somebody who's come into the environment and is so eager to learn. And, you know, she's got um, to have that at such a young age, I think, is awesome. She takes on any feedback, any information that she can. She just wants to be better. Um, so, yeah, she's a, she's an easy person to have in the team. She's a great person to have. And, you know, she has the ability to do her job. So, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that she's she's 19. I think she's going to go on and she's yeah got a really bright future ahead. So I'm very excited to see where she goes. And I've often thought, Millerian, and um, one of your endearing qualities, and probably the reason you're the the skipper of the team is you're very conscious that you look at someone like Amelia Wormsley starting her career. Uh, you're past halfway through your career, and you're you're hell bent on sharing wisdom, sharing knowledge, sharing experiences. And if someone's going to be playing better than you, um, you'll take the bench, but you'll fight for your spot. But you're all about empowering the next rotation of players into the Silver Ferns. Yeah, I think it's just definitely the point of where I am in, in my career. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to be here forever, and, and that's for sure. I'm, you know, on the tail end of my career, and... Um, yeah, I'm. I'm actually really excited to see some of these young girls go through, and I've I've got you know a whole bunch of experience I can pass on, and hopefully you know give them some valuable lessons that you just you know that I got you know when I was a young one coming through. So I just think that's the cycle of 
of how it works. <laughs> I think stats tell a story sometimes too, Mills. First, game one, you put up 41 shots. Game two, you put up 23. Both very high percentages. Was the difference, the tall target of Wormsley versus Maya Wilson, I'm not bagging Maya, but our feeders seem to be able to find a tall target more easily. I mean, that's just a reality, reality of it, isn't it? Like, um, height is such a big thing in netball. So, I mean, yeah, she is she is a really big target in there. But I obviously, you know, back uh, Maya as well and what she brings to the game. So both bring something very different. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, we're all just given different opportunities at different times. And Amelia was given hers and she really ran away with it. So um, cool that she was able. I mean, what a, um, a way to debut as well because it was a pressure game for us. It was a must win for us. I also often thought in netball that the energy from the team comes, you know, you score a goal, you get a long-range goal. But I felt like in game two, your defensive end lit the spark for you with, with Phoenix Karaka, particularly just that energy. If they get a turnover, it's incumbent on your shooters to make it count. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, she is, you know, she's stepping into her, um, you know, she's been voted in as vice-captain. So I think for her, she had a, a really amazing game where she really owned her role. She kind of did what we expected her to do out on court, and I think she's a super um, strong defender, and, and our defence end is really actually quite experienced together um, in, in everybody that we've got there. So um, I think, yeah, they really stepped up and showed how um, feared that they can be and what they do create for each other. After game one, I had Jodie Brown on the show, and I sort of observed, and I was worried leading up to it, you know, Gina Crampton, that wealth of experience, incredible talent, taking an indefinite break from the game. And I said, I felt we really missed her in game one. But boy, uh, it only took a couple of days. I thought our young midcourt did really well. Yeah, honestly, I think that they do. And that's the thing that um, we, you know, we talked about lacking energy in that first game. And I definitely would agree. You know, I said that in our post-match as well. And that really surprised me because we've got these young girls who do bring so much energy. Like, that's, that's their jam, pretty much. Like, you know, they're young and they're here for a good time. And, and they're loud and they sing and they dance. So for <laughs> it not to be there in the first game, it was almost a bit uncharacteristic. And, you know, who knows, it was... Um, Stepping into that role, you know, we do know that we, we are missing quite a lot of experience that, you know, we've had some girls leave who have been here for a really long time. So when you're young, stepping into that role, it definitely comes with a whole bunch of different um, pressures and we put the most pressure on ourselves, you know, so we, we're yeah. probably our own worst enemy sometimes. Uh, no one on the bench got their sneakers dirty in game two. Going into that second test, did you know as a group that it was going to be seven for the whole game or are you left in the dark like us? Yeah, no, we never know. Um, we leave that up to the mastermind herself and we totally trust what she's going to do out there. Um, and really all we can do is we can just own um, own what we do for the minutes that we've got while we're out there. So we pretty much say you run until you, you can't run anymore and if you have to come off, somebody else will come in and do the job. So it's a real collective approach. Mm, it's amazing that we got such a convincing victory without having to utilise uh, all of those players on the bench. I think it's brilliant. Now, I'm not going to ask you who the starting seven is for tomorrow, but do you know who the starting seven is for tomorrow? No, we don't. We won't find out. We find out when we get into the change room. So we just make sure that everyone prepares um, you know, as if you were starting. And then, yeah, then we just take it when we see it tomorrow.
Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, someone just texted in asking, um, what did Amelia Ann say to Amelia Wormsley when she missed her first two shots? Just a couple of settling remarks? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I know how nerve-wracking it, it is to, you know, shoot at any point. I still get nervous. Um, I think the big thing is that is that I just reminded her to keep going to post. You can't stop shooting. That's, um, that's definitely, you know, that's our job. That's our number one job is to shoot and it's to go to post. So I'd rather her shoot and miss and all good um, rather than to stop to shoot. And I really feel like you've got a renewed comfort at shooting from range that maybe wasn't with you at the World Cup. You've come back to New Zealand. You're sinking bombs. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely been my really key focus. I think um, that's just my strength. It's always been like what's come really natural to me is just to, to turn and shoot and to shoot from wherever I am on court. It definitely has eluded me. Um, I mean, it was it's not just in World Cup, but it, I just haven't been able to quite find it again since coming back from my second baby. And, yeah, I, I guess um, the mind games that you play with yourself mm. are definitely there as an athlete. And, you know, being a mum um, second time round was the biggest – this last couple, period of couple of years has been the ch- most challenging period of my entire career. So uh, for me, it was just reminding me more so of who, of who I am. And that was my one clear focus I wanted to do when um, I decided to continue playing after World Cup. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I've been able to find it again. And it's just been more the desire to shoot. You know, if I'm shooting and if I'm wanting to shoot and if I'm missing, I, I'd be happier rather than if I, you know, I didn't want to shoot and I'm trying to work it in to shoot under the hoop. Mm. Well, you're a wonderful shooter, but you're an even better mum. Can you, can you explain <laughs> to me the physical challenge it is? Because while childbirth's a wonderful thing of nature, it plays havoc on your physical body. How hard is it to get back into Nick? Yeah, it's really tough. Um, I think first time round um, was much easier. <laughs> Second time round... Yeah, it, it's super challenging. I think there's, and it's different for everybody. Some people have it a lot easier and, um, you know, I definitely had lots more kind of going on this time round. But, yeah, challenging in, in every way, in a conditioning, in a strength way, and making sure everything's like in the right place and that you can, you know, go to training all good. And so, yeah, it's been a long journey. Um, I, well, my baby's almost two years old now, so it's been, yeah, two years of a really hard slog, and I don't feel like I'm 100% there yet. Mm. Even now, I feel like I've got more to go. Oh, well, you're a perfectionist, and that's why we appreciate you. And uh, I really thank you for chatting to us today, Meals. All the best uh, for Game 3 and retain that trophy. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Steph. This is Melian Ekanasio, skipper of the Silver Ferns. Uh, game 2 tomorrow, uh, Game 3, sorry, tomorrow night, Spark Arena, I think it's at 7, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, and they were so impressive. In fact, I had a text in from Leanne from yesterday. I'm going to try and find it. There it is. No, that was Michael Hendry text. Uh, someone said it was so good to see they refound their mojo, and boy, they did. It was uh, highly energetic, and I was pleased because game one, it just didn't look like a New Zealand netball team. They were flat. They were error-ridden. They lacked confidence. And I think that's the mastery of Dame Nolene and skipper Amelia to get them back up, energised. And um, I thought it played a wonderful game against uh, the English side. So the decider tomorrow night. Uh, big thanks to Amelia Anikinasa and to Kerry, who's their media lady for teeing it up for us straight after their training finished. Uh, we'll take a short break.